You're listening to the Tech Petition Podcast, episode 69, Greedness. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Huh? No. Doing not good? Doing, no. doing great. No. Oh, no, you guys? I was talking to the, to the, to the, to the fans. Oh, oh, you pulled one of those. Yeah, I was I was hoping that they would fill the banter in that little window that I, that I left open. Ah, but otherwise, let's get started. Uh, the Tech podcast. Um, hi, my name is Sergio. I'm your host. Uh, we have the regular cast here with us. Clarence, how's it go? How's it going? It goes good, man. Another week. Mister Hot Carl. <laughs> I'm in an airport. I can't wait to get home. <laughs> We're coming from coast to coast today, man. Clear yeah, across and, the and, yeah. And the Seattle, always facetious James Knotts. That's right. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into news. We have a few other things after news, but we have a nice fat news docket. Uh, let's start this off with some news about Google Television. Okay, the, or, or Google TV. Yeah, Google TV. Google TV, the the much waited TV product from Google, which is supposedly going to integrate internet aspects into into your TV viewing experience. Um, they recently launched their site, which gives a little bit more information about what they're going to do. This service, which is sort of like uh, if you're familiar with Windows Media Center. Um, probably a cross between that and something like Apple TV. But what it basically does, it allows, is going to be integrated to where you can basically search across the internet and your TV stations with, with also providing functionality that's um, DVR functionality and stuff like that. And, and YouTube, and of course, it's going to have apps and stuff. And, and, um, yeah, so they released their site, and they also showed off some devices. Uh, well, unofficially, we've seen some av- devices that are going to have uh, Google TV built into it. And uh, also a few contr- uh, remotes, which are more like controllers or keyboards, that are also going to be tied to this service. Uh, if you go to the Google TV blog... They show one of the keyboards that is supposedly supposed to work with it from Logitech. Uh, no, the main problem I have with this is I don't see anybody sitting in front of their TV with a keyboard searching for stuff on their television. Does anybody have any thoughts? <laughs> Didn't they try this like a decade ago with like <laughs> web TV? Yeah, web TV. It's been a few services that that's tried to do this. But I guess Google is trying to use their power to get into the homes. Um, yeah, the namesake. Yeah, like I said, they're gonna they're gonna be set top boxes as well as TVs with this built into it already. So I don't know. Maybe it has a chance. But also, what I'm hearing early on is that a lot of the devices are outlandishly priced because they actually take some horsepower to run the o- the OS. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I think it's a waste. Um, the only thing I want, only internet I want on my TV is internet video. I don't want to read anything. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm using the internet to research something, I'm gonna want to be on a computer screen or my cell phone a few inches in front of me. I mean, well, even if you like searching for TV shows, you're not gonna want to try to 
key it in with a number pad on your um on your remote control. No, so that, I don't know. This country's gotten so good at texting that that I don't see <laughs> that being much of a barrier. Which means the keyboard is a waste of money. Everyone who just used their uh, what they call a T nine or something. Yeah. Which which the funny thing is, um, I know that uh, Vizio had this TV that came out with probably a month or two ago. And they had some really cool that I hadn't seen before. They had this remote that actually does like a slider phone, and it slides out with the keyboard on the side. I thought that was pretty ingenious. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I don't know. They 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 have a couple of control. Well, so far I've seen a couple of controllers that are supposedly supposed to be for Google TV. So I don't know. I think it get, could get better with time. But that being said, even the software we have now on our set-top boxes is crap. So it could be a huge improvement. That's true. And unless you have like a TiVo branded box, yeah, the software is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for. I mean, I'm not paying over. I'm not paying over a hundred dollars for anything like this. And then plus, uh, most the majority of Blu-ray players now actually is sufficient for my internet on my TV needs. They have Netflix, YouTube. I think some more have Hulu and Blockbuster. If I was able to sign up for them, or if they were to go out of business before, it'd just be a needless feature. But yeah, there's. There's enough boxes hooked up to my television. Yeah, and eventually if they start to license this to where it's like in stuff like a Comcast box or, you know, whichever cable service you have, I can see it being really valuable there. But, I mean, to, if you ever use Windows Media Center, I think that's like the the best um, Internet-connected TV software I've, I've ever seen, but it's not widely used, even though it's on most of everybody's computers already, so... I don't know. And it's on everyone's Xbox. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. And if you have an Xbox, well, you have to have a computer, though. Yeah. But if you have Vista or Windows 7, it automatically does it, too. Yeah, I thought about that, too, but you don't want to keep your Xbox on all the time just to watch TV. At least I wouldn't, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not and, a good and idea. It's actually, it's actually not that fast, either, because the crazy thing is the Xbox, though it's doing the Media Center Extender, I think it, the Xbox itself is not going to the internet. It's going to your computer, and then that's going to the internet because there's, it's it's extremely slow. Like it, it should be so much faster than that because it, it ran and ran better on my laptop than it ran on the Xbox. So there was definitely an issue there. Oh man, yeah. Well, that's all I have for that one anyway. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> Let's jump over to some from from TV news to, to movie news. Um, the director of Watchmen and 300, or as I guess normal people call him, Zack Snyder, <laughs> has been confirmed to direct a new Superman movie. No blue penis. Oh man! Automatically, no blue penis. There's blue penis. But wouldn't it be a red, white, and blue penis, or blue and red? Penis? <laughs> I don't care. No penis. Blue penis, red balls. So does, does this mean <laughs> if, we're going to have... We talk about it in, if we talk about it enough, he may put penis in it. So please, oh, don't okay. give him any ideas. Does this mean we're going to have like ultra slow motion moments where Superman is like kicking butt, you know, like we did in 300? Probably. Well, it's actually, it's, it's probably a must if, if he does any super speed things. Does, does it mean they're going to paint on his abs too? 
<laughs> oh, he's playing, he's have, he, the way they did the, the slow motion in 300 was really cool. It was a lot better than what you normally see. It was. So Superman's abs are gonna be like the abs on the bat on the Batman suit. <laughs> now the the question is, who's gonna be Superman? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I was thinking about that. Action, what you do? I think they should get the last guy who did it, because even though he kind of sucked. Brandon Ralph? Yeah, I mean, I don't like movies where they get somebody new every movie. I'm I'm still mad about the freaking Edward Norton not being in the Avengers, so. <laughs> well, I, you know, the last guy that played Superman, I thought he did a good job. He did exactly what the director was wanting him to do for the story. It was, it was bad. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't his fault that the movie sucked, basically. Yeah. It was kind of an emotion that Superman, it could have let... Let that Peyton guy, Christian from uh, Darth Vader, young Darth Vader. <laughs> Anakin? <laughs> that Superman was like emotionless in that movie. Well, it was kind of the tone of the story, though, so I really can't fault him because... It wasn't that he was emotionless. He was more uh, contemplative. Because the whole movie was like a downer. He's coming back from mm-hmm. going searching for his home or whatever. The whole movie was kind of a downer. So I can't... Yeah. know Superman. Kevin Spacey did a very good Luther, though. A very good oh, yeah. Hackman. Yeah, but if, if they can't have Lex Luthor again. They have <laughs> to use someone else. Yeah, I agree. But the, 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 good, the good news out of this is we're get, probably going to see a highly stylized Superman movie, which is really what is needed, because you can't really make a straight-up Superman movie without it being really cheesy. And really lame. You know, you can kind of get away with straight up movies with like Spider-Man, like the first Spider-Man. It's a great movie, but it's really no flair, no flavor to it. Uh, Zack Snyder is known for bringing a lot of flavor to movies, and hopefully that's what happens with Superman. I agree. <laughs> well, I just thought of something. So are, are all the comic book studios you know, going to be releasing a, a few hero movies just to work their way up to their collaborative heroes movie you know marvels and the avengers and i'm assuming dc is going to do a justice league or something eventually well they, they, they can't take too long because there'll be like 20 years from time they have the first movie until <laughs> we have the joint movie you know and by that point they got to get whole new actors and everything else and directors are dead and the audience is just like fuck it i'm done oh man please don't make a just uh justice league movie i'm sorry please don't dude like please don't cartoon. man Love that cartoon series. Exactly, it's gotta a cartoon. You want you, you want to see live cartoon. action Justice League? Watch small. Well, yeah, I guess it's just like they messed up Avatar. So, yeah. The real Avatar. <laughs> Don't make him watch Smallville. <laughs> I mean, anytime you add Superman in the mix, isn't going to make make it not. I don't know. It, it, it ain't like the Marvel superheroes where they have some figment of believability. Yeah, su- Superman is a plot-breaking character. <laughs> It's like it doesn't matter who the enemy is. The Justin Lee cartoon balances him very well. I know he sucks in those cartoons. (laughs) He's a wuss for the most part. It's it's the same problem with having Superman in a video game. You gotta handicap him because he's Superman. And if he he (laughs) can do what he can do, it makes no sense to have a video game because he would kill everything. They just always make sure he fights the right person. Uh, he, he's either getting screwed by uh, they, Come on, they, they make it stupid sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. I mean, he's like, seriously. Which well, I don't well, get, because when it comes to those comics, he's 
basically IQ wise smarter than anybody else on the planet. He could learn a language in two days. You know, it, it, yet he he's stupefied by Luthor. Hmm. I don't get it. They say Luthor is like the, the smartest person in in like. Well, I guess he's below Tony Stark. I think in the in that list they did, but well, I think Luthor's like the smartest. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, while we're on the topic of superheroes, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. We we all know this. Uh, <laughs> right now it's going by Untitled Spider-Man Project. But they've cast their Gwen Stacy, and it's Emma Stone. Isn't that the chick Fox. that's in, in Zombieland? Yes, it is. Yeah, she's, she's in Zombieland. She would have been a better uh, uh, Mary J. I'm sorry. Well, the thing is, she's naturally a blonde, uh, but she dyed her hair red for the house bunny, and she's just kept it that way because it works so good. But yeah, I see her much more as Mary Jane, especially so much better than Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst was horrible. Which I wanted a, I wanted a, well, cartoon probably messed me up, so but I wanted a, a Mary Jane that was, that was roguelike with her voice. Well, it was also, she just didn't have the Mary Jane look. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just used to the Mary J from the comic books. I'm sorry, and, th- and she's nothing like that Mary J. Well, I mean, when they first started talking about this years and years ago, when I was in the Navy, the only person I could think of that I could actually see as Mary Jane was uh, I forget the model, uh, Angie Everhart. I have no idea who that is. Too old. <laughs> Well, this was back in the mid-90s when they first started talking about doing the Spider-Man movie. She was still too old at that point. You need somebody like 20. I didn't give a shit. She was the only one I, she was the only one I could see. That's the thing, though. Of, of the actresses, I knew she was the only one that I could see because, one, she actually can act. Two, redheaded. And three, she actually had that Mary Jane figure. So are they yeah. casting the, uh, everyone else first before they find Spider-Man? They already no, have Spider-Man. Found Spider-Man. Do you not read oh, the site? Jeez. <laughs> oh, wait. He's more nerdy looking than uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, like I, I, I'm not really objecting to Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man, but this this choice I, I don't see because when I when I picture Gwen Stacy, I think hot. You know, when when I picture uh, what's her name? Mary Jane. Mary Jane. I think girl next door kind of. Uh, you know, not so hot as more just cute. And Emma Stone doesn't really isn't really hot. No comment. I, I mean, Mary Jane was a <laughs> world class supermodel and actress. Yeah, so that's she true. Had, eh, yeah, but I guess that's just my my how I envision her. Because for Spider Man, she is the girl next door. You know. Well, for the Ultimate Spider-Man, she was. Uh, for the original series, no, because for a long time, Peter would avoided meeting her like the plague because uh, his Aunt May was trying to hook him up, and she was always like, well, she's still got such a great personality. I'm running this way. She's such a nice girl. I'm running that way. You know, he didn't want to meet her until he finally was not, you know, held down to do it, and he's just like, hot damn. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> mm. Oh well. 
like I, I, it's it's not that I don't like her work. You know, she's funny, but I, I don't I don't know. And it's it's funny that they're they've cast Gwen Stacy before they have cast um, Mary Jane. Is Gwen going to play a bigger role than yeah. Mary Jane in this in this one? It's that's interesting. I don't know. Mm. All right. <laughs> like another thing, did, do any of y'all watch like the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, cartoon that uh, started coming on a couple years ago? Yeah, there's an there's an Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's called the Spectacular. Yeah, Spectacular. Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, so it's in disguise. I yeah, like and, and on that one, like it seems like from the episodes I saw, because I haven't seen any of the later episodes, but the ones I saw, it seemed like Gwen Stacy had a greater role than Mary Jane in those cartoons. So that may have something to do with it. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Did, did they do more than just two seasons with that? I, I'm not even sure if it's still going on. Because I know they, I was in Texas when they were showing it, so I don't know. I know I've got the first two seasons uh, here at home. I really enjoyed it, but I haven't seen anything for any more. All righty. Well, moving well, along. <laughs> moving along. Um, last week we talked about the, the, the Segway guy and his unlikely demise. Moment of silence. But... We have a new product that is Segway-like. It's called the DTV Shredder. And what this is, at first glance, it looks something maybe sort of like a Segway. What really is is more like a skate, <laughs> a, a, <laughs> more like a, a scooter with like tank tracks. And it looks like a, it looks like your own personal tank. Yeah, and and, and this thing is like a one-man skateboard-like riding wrecking crew device yeah um i'm gonna I'm, I'm put the link in the show notes just to see these dudes rise ride around on this thing is pretty crazy I, I don't really know how to explain it it's it's like think of, yes think, but is it cliff proof <laughs> oh man you're wrong think of a snowmobile that you ride sideways but that's like the size of a skateboard that that would pretty much get it for you but yeah wow this thing looks maybe i think if air if airport security rode these around then they would have a more imposing presence <laughs> like is that like a gasoline engine in there i believe so wow this is pretty crazy yeah somebody, somebody likes gasoline engines yeah I, I, I can definitely see on the mute button. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can definitely see the gangsters riding around the block with these, threatening the threatening <laughs> oh, the neighborhood <laughs> with like gold plated like uh, police and stuff. Oh, that'd be great. And these things are tough. They're like riding over all type types of crap, all types of terrain with this thing, and it's just wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which what more to say, but. I'll, I'll post a link to the video on the show, show notes, and I'll I'll try to put an article on the site about it. Actually, I got. Tip- Do you know what that looks like? What's that? That looks like the bottom the bottom half of the the robot in short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Jenny five. Jenny five is alive. Wow. Just looking for Gutenberg next. 
<laughs> Should have been great to ride, ride one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 from one piece of uh, electronic equipment to another, uh, Berkeley. Speaking of robots. Yeah, uh, Berkeley Bionics has unveiled uh, an exoskeleton that uh, is called E-Legs, and it actually enables uh, paraplegic people to move around and, I guess you could say, walk. But, yeah, it's this thing is, is something you think you see, like, straight out of a sci-fi movie. It's, it's pretty uh, pretty freaky. But, yes, yeah, it's, it's like a full-body skeleton-like suit, which... It, I don't really see how I can make somebody walk unless it's just like very, very powerful. <laughs> you just keep getting closer yeah. and closer to them, to our own Gundam. <laughs> yeah, in, in in that press release, does it mention Cyberdyne at all? Cyberdyne? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that I. Oh, yeah, they didn't meet the leg. Got a arm first. Yeah, and <laughs> and just a snippet from the article is saying it's held as a wearable. Artificially intelligent bionic device, and expected to help out within hospitals, at home, or elsewhere in a while. Yeah, this this is pretty cool, but man, this this is like I I never would have thought this actually would have been made. This is something you hear people talk about. (laughs) But but the price, I'm pretty sure is going to be outrageous. Probably. (laughs) <laughs> safe to say yeah the only way this this thing would be affordable to the average uh consumer it would have to have some sort of go- government subs you know subsidization subsidizing Sub- <laughs> there you go thank you subsidized Substid- subsidization i can't say that word oh well oh man this is shooting for a hundred thousand dollars wow i hope this not pretty like, you hmm. <laughs> Do, do do you want a house or do you want to walk? <laughs> so only Stephen Haw- so only Stephen Hawking who will afford one of these. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, yeah, but yeah, but he can't move anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, and it's pre- it's pretty cool because uh, the demo they actually showed like paraplegic people walking across stage. So I mean, they've demonstrated in front of the press as a working uh, prototype, I guess. But yeah. Hmm. That's rather neat. Well, speaking of working prototypes, <laughs> huh? You, you like that one? Jetpacks. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking Killzone of prototypes. Killzone three. Yes. Yes. The beta. The, the multiplayer beta will be coming out for Killzone three on October twenty fifth, uh, and it will be. Just showcasing quite a few of the new features, such as the jetpack and the uh, walker mech tank thing that you get to play, that you get to run around in for a level in uh, Killzone 2. So it's got the bionic legs as well. goes right on in with the previous. (laughs) But, unfortunately, you need to be a PlayStation Plus member to have a chance to get into it. I knew that PlayStation Plus was going to be worth something. Well, if you well, we won't get into PlayStation Plus. We're <laughs> about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I wish. But you nah, know, no, 
never mind. It still wouldn't make me buy a subscription. But you know what's funny to me? Like more and more console games. I mean, this is like very prevalent in the PC gaming market, but like more and more console games are having betas, which is very rare and strange to me. Well, and it's because I, they're getting so much more of the first-person shooter market. Uh, it, it's getting harder and harder to buy games on PC as easily and readily in the store, you know, than ordering offline as it is a console. And everything, and everything has a hard drive now, so yeah, so you yeah. download. And and free, they're free also testers. they're they're also using the. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the word beta really loosely because this is more 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 just a demo than anything. Yeah, they're pulling some data out of it. They're tweaking a few things here and there, but for the large part, that game is done. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and plus you got so many uh, rabid fans that are, that want the game in most cases that they can actually get this free testing. Exploit. You know, yeah, exploit what you would probably say. And 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 you know, in the original meeting for PlayStation Plus, at at some point someone said, "Oh, hey, we we can put p- put the Killzone demo thing behind it, and that'll make people buy the PlayStation Plus. Let's do it." Well, also another thing that they're going to be doing uh, with the beta testing is because Killzone Three is going to have move support, so they're trying to figure out if they should split. How the setup is, if they should have uh, move separately than playing room separately than people using just a straight controller. Yeah, I, I saw this. I uh, forgot which site it was, but they were talking about um, controller play versus move play, which which has the heads up on on uh, being the best. And I mean, you make a good point. It could very well if the move support gives somebody a big advantage, or if it even uh, makes them that much worse. You know, I could see them segmenting the market, but I don't think it'd be yeah, good to. Yeah, but th- that can be done in just your your multiplayer matchmaking options. True. Yeah, but, well, but I mean, at the same, yeah, you know, I said at the same time, if they're ranking people, they're gonna Go they're gonna have to segment segment some somehow. If they're going, you know, they're gonna have some type of ranking system, so they have to do it um, by default. One way or the other. Yeah. Well, it, it just depends on how the move controls are going to be set up. You know, since I can't, I'm not going to get in on the beta, I'm not going to be able to figure out, you know, I'm not going to be able to play around with the move controls yet. Uh, if I had a copy of Mag, I could use the move on that and and try it out and see what I think about it for first-person shooters. But, yeah. I mean, me personally, if I was playing with move, I'd want everybody else that I'm playing against to have move also. I mean, cause I I wouldn't. I would just want everyone on my team to have move. I mean, but 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 is it? I guess they don't know yet if it's an advantage or disadvantage. If it's proven to be a disadvantage, I would definitely want everybody to have it. Well, I mean, if it even works half as well as the first-person shooter controls on the Wii, I think it'd be a definite advantage. Cause it'd be an advantage for me. Yeah, cause I'm a lot better using the Wii mode playing a first-person shooter than I am a controller. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm a lot better. So for me, I think it would be uh, an advantage. We'll definitely have to do a segment on that. <laughs> yeah. A video yeah. or something. 
That's okay. We'll, we'll we'll work on that when it comes comes time. Yeah, that that sounds like a like a home play video. But speaking of PlayStation stuff, uh, Kratos from God of War. What? Or I'm sorry, no, his brother. What yes. is he up to? Well, um, <laughs> just a little bit of backstory. Uh, if you got all the little special stuff with the first God of War. Um, they had talked about one of their little endings was going to be you come across what would happen bet- happen to uh, Kratos's brother because they were talking about having him as uh, your adversary for the next few games, and they chose against that. Well, if you buy the Ghost of Sparta coming out on the PSP, you will get a promotional code to unlock the brother of of uh, Kratos, Deimos, on God of War 3. What? Which, yeah. So that like that's a hu- pretty huge barrier of entry. <laughs> so so you tell yeah, me he's kind of <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Carl. Oh, I was saying it reminds me of Nintendo uh, where you know they did with like Metro, if you got you know, Metro Prime on your on your DS and you connect the, I mean on your Game Boy Advance, and you connect the cable and you get Samus in the fusion suit. And, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, not only do you have to have a PSP and a PS3, but also both God of War games for yeah. all of this, this this to actually mesh. Yeah. Well, it's... I found it pretty interesting, because yeah, he's actually a bit of a... Well, for one, he's got hair. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering, was it already on the disc or it's like a something you have to download because if it's already on the disc i would be pissed that they I, I think it's download okay i'm pretty sure it's download yeah because it's it's, it's it, i'm sure it doesn't change the game in any way except just the character model is swapped out so that would be well, easy to it, it does change also. some things uh he gets uh, it, since it's a character skin it's uh double the damage and then it gets quadruple of the different orbs like if health experience and magic orbs, you know, when you beat enemies, he gets four times. Count. Yeah, but that's just math. Like, it's not like they're changing story or anything. No, no, it's not changing story. What's your question? I have a question. When did we find out Kratos had a brother? Uh, The first God of War game mentioned... When they announced uh, this. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I, I beat all three, and I can't really... Recall a brother, a brother at all? No, no, he never was actually in the story. But when you go through the uh, the special stuff, you unlock like artwork, and what they talk about, they talk about Kratos's brother that they were gonna incorporate him somewhere, but they chose against it. You know what this stinks oh, of? So this those thing, this who, the people who check the bonus features learn stuff that's not actually canon yet. Exactly, like. Me, because I'm, you know, gotta get as much as I can out of my games. Yeah, this 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 stinks of uh, we're out of ideas, <laughs> and if people really like this Deimos character, we'll just make a new God of War with this guy in it, and we're back in the money. Yeah, because Kratos is probably like too powerful now, and he's he's killed everybody, and they probably can't think of any more backstory. So I guess. Well, he's dead. Yeah. Well, dude, I haven't played the game yet. Man. Oh, sorry. 
But he died in every game. So it's not like he can't come back again. <laughs> he hasn't had a team yet. He hasn't been in, in hell. Yep. Every single game. He's, he's been to hell in pretty much every game. <laughs> All three times. Been through hell. He showed, trying to show Dante how it was done. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of video games... Uh, that's the loosest, loosest uh, connection I can make to this Cammy Dunaway story. But uh, the the everybody's least favorite sales and marketing person at Nintendo, Cammy Dunaway, has left or will be leaving the company. And why I say the person the least favorite? Because she's because she's not Reggie. Well, because Nintendo, you know, used her. At the E3s, which is full of, you know, gung ho hardcore gamers, and her appeal is for the soccer mom Nintendo Wii purchasers. So and she smiles too much. Her yeah, entirely too much. <laughs> kind of scary. Look at his face now. Oh man, y'all wrong. <laughs> but yeah. uh She's she's leaving to start this weird venture where she like has almost like a Chuck E. Cheese place where you drop your kids off and it, it, it's not in the story that it's posted but but apparently it's it's public that she knows what she's doing next and it ain't video games. <laughs> but I, I just find this as really good news because now we don't have to see her on stage anymore. But I wish her the I wish her the best of you know best of luck. Well, see, if she's doing a chicken cheese type venture, then she will have some kind of old arcade units. Or well, no, it'll be more like game. you drop your kid off, and the place that you drop your kid off shows you how, what it's like to be a fireman on to, on one day. And then it'll be like, ooh, let's see what it's like to work in an office today. Boring as shit. Exactly. <laughs> um, she wants more money. Probably. Uh, but let's, let's move back to the PS3 for a moment. <laughs> let's jump back to the PS3 for a moment, and and let's talk about Best Buy. So, so Best Buy, of course, owns Geek Squad, and and Geek Squad is always offering uh, questionable uh, products to to their customers. And uh, Mr. Knotts, James has, uh, yeah, uh, has. Written a nice article about an, uh, <laughs> a service they're offering right now where they will upgrade your PS3's firmware for 30 bucks. So, what's that about? Uh, greedy? <laughs> Greediness? <laughs> I just made the word greediness. Now, if that's not taking advantage of, of. It's just so just so wrong. Like, Isn't it? Like is, my conscience wouldn't let me. They should be willing to do like, that I for could, free. <laughs> I could but, rip yeah, it because, right now. Well, no. The thing is, though, it's for them doing it. It's technical support. Wow! Plug so, Ethernet cable here. Cut on. Reboot. <laughs> now you know what service they need to offer. Now they for people who with old Xboxes whose drives went out, they should they should replace those. I I understand that. That's that's a decent service I would expect from high level geek geekery geek people. Yeah. But, you know, and, they, and they can't like 
<laughs> well, in the article, of course, you talk about how it's 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 a it may be a scam and it, it's something that can easily be done by the by the consumer. But and I, I can completely see why this this is uh, a questionable business practice. But if you think about it, they're 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 they're, they're coming out and saying what they're doing. You know, it's not like they're hiding what exactly they're doing. But and they're not. But the thing is that they're not letting them know that it's something they can do for free. They're saying, hey, yeah, you know, it's so mandatory, you have to do this, but they're not, yeah, and they're not giving the consumer all the info. But everything Geek Squad does can be done the by, the, by the consumer. How come they're not upgrading the Xboxes for people? That's, you know, that would really amaze them, because, you know, the, the new home screen, you know, operating system or whatever, it actually looks like they completely changed your system. Your PS3 will show absolutely no difference in its in its appearance with a front with the firmware upgrade. You, you'd be like, "What did they do?" Um, I can't. You know, I see nothing to confirm that they made any changes. I mean, well, well, like Sergio says, this is geared to to do what a lot of what they do does, which is parent comes in, buys new product. Oh, you want you may want to get this before you go home with product. Because you need this to order to play the games, or you need this is something that's needed for the system. You have to get this. It's, that's how they sell all this nickel and dime type stuff in Best Buy. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, one. so does Best Buy have a lot of old PS3s still on the shelves? Because don't the Xboxes and Wii's come with their firmware already upgraded now? Uh, yeah, but but PS3 upgrades their firmware like every two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, they've oh, always so something. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, need to be a lifetime upgrade uh, service. <laughs> <laughs> well, like my my only thing is, if if my computer breaks and I take it to Geek Squad, and they end up saying, "You need to replace the the RAM because the RAM is bad," and then they charge you one hundred and fifty dollars to do it, <laughs> that's something you can do at home. You know, it's, 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 it's fifty bucks. Too. But you can still yeah, cut well, on your exactly, computer. Exactly. You you can't cut on a computer if the RAM is bad. This is a different. Exactly. But yeah, but one but, thing about the RAM it's, again, though, it's something that can be done at home. Everything Geek Squad but, does is something you can do at your house. Any, you yeah, can say that about it. Changing your RAM does take a little <laughs> extra. You have to not be afraid. You know, a lot of people are really afraid to open their computer, and they look in there and see all them components, and they get they get scared. And then you know, changing your RAM. You still got to have somewhat of a gentle touch, you know. Like uh, a heavy-handed person could easily insert it wrong and and force it in there and screw their whole motherboard up. <laughs> True. That's why they make them chips now with the ZIF, the zero insertion force slot. You know, your C, your CPU, you have to, you don't apply any pressure to put that thing in there. You just put it in and it it falls into place and you close the lever. Because too many people were applying too much force. Just meshes you really could you really could mess something up but the PS3 firmware you do nothing if you got ethernet and you plug up the PS3 will default and say hey internet want to upgrade your firmware sure you're done yeah I, have fun buddy yeah I agree I think this is a rip off though because I mean yeah it's a rip off I mean didn't someone say something about the disc having it on the upgrades on there or the um or was that you, Carl, talking about the uh, the? the, the yeah, I was, yeah, I was asking James. Like, I know we, uh, you know, Nintendo puts the firmware on the, all the newest games because you know before you even play that game, you got. To, Actually, you know, the, they I was wondering did Sony do? 
Uh, I know the P- the PSP does, but it doesn't require an update like the like the Wii does. But now with the the, the PS3, they don't put the uh, the firmware upgrade on there because they do it so much. I mean, by the time they actually printed it out, they might be two two firmwares up when they actually you know press the games. Um. And really, the firmware doesn't keep you from playing the game because just to try it out, I had a, hey, update your firmware. Well, you can go ahead and play your PS3 without updating your firmware. You're just not going to be able to get online. Okay, this is this is what we should do. We should get an old lady and, and send her with an undercover camera in the Best Buy <laughs> to buy a PS3 and see what they upsell her with. <laughs> wow. Oh, you and 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 and, 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 and she could be like, I want to buy my husband PS3, and what all do I need to you get? You need this hundred dollar HDMI monster cable. Or, or even do better, just tell her, just send her in there to buy a, uh, a Blu-ray and see if they make her buy a PS3. <laughs> well, I heard they were selling. Uh, you could in, you can insure your your game disc purchase. Like, wow, that's crazy right there. I, I, yeah, I was at. <laughs> I was at Walmart two days ago, and I bought a, a an a, a copy of that old ACDC track pack for Rock Band. It was literally $4. The lady turned to me and said, would you like to buy a disc insurance plan? Like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no I think I'm good. It's 4 bucks." <laughs> oh, so the insurance plan was more than the... The, the disc purchase itself. Yeah, well, the disc well, insurance plan is like two or three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart well, speaking is, of, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was going to segue into the to the next thing because speaking of uh, PS3 firmware updates, uh, the latest one, 3.5, adds in a nifty little feature that we might be seeing games implementing before the end of this year. Um. And what it does is it allows the PS3 to connect to your Facebook page as much as you want to let it. Okay, so you you get to set the the, uh, security on this. But what it could do for games like Red Dead Redemption, it could go through your friends list and pick pictures of them and set them as wanted posters in the game. (laughs) That's clever. It it could take pictures and set your... Some of your pictures of your friends or you as billboards in racing games that you're playing. Then how are they going to sell advertising, though? I don't know. That, that's that's that, a joke. They, they just said that was a possibility. Uh, well, with Photoshopping, they could they could probably have like one of your friends up there drinking right. a Coke or something. You know, yeah. what, you know, I, I wonder if you could sue for that because when you sign up for Facebook, you don't say that I give such and such, this ex-game developer permission to put my face on a game. So, I, I mean, it's cool. I like it, but I, I think there may be some legal issues if they try to put somebody's face in the game like that. Facebook is always just kind of riding the line between extremely legal and really, really cool. Yeah. But it was something that, that I read about, because I remember uh, when I did the 3.5 firmware update us because I always go through and read what it's added or whatnot and it said increased uh, connectivity functionality with Facebook. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> well this is this is what it means. 
Um, like it could also say like for fighting games or for first person shooters could take some of your friends, uh, pictures using, uh, I guess if the software is in the, the game could take your friends pictures and put your friends as some of your enemies. You shoot in a first person shooter. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what uh, Rare was afraid to do with the uh, with Perfect Dark in the beginning. Remember, it's gonna allow you to use that old Game Boy camera thing, plug it into your controller, <laughs> and you could scan a face onto the character. Well, she, I, I remember uh, seven years ago, they had booths. Some of the bigger cities you could go in. Uh, it was like five bucks, but you'd sit there and it would do a 3D scan of your face, give you. Uh, a disc or, or code that you could put in online and download your face digitized that you could mod into like Unreal or anything like that if you wanted to. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Um, when you exchange your friend codes over the Wii and then their memes start appearing in your game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, like you just said, Carl, I, I think this would be, be better suited as a as functionality of the gaming network like xbox live or psn rather than pulling in stuff from an outside site that people you know that probably never play video games you're you're running around with them in your game so um you know if if they're your friend on psn and they have their picture uploaded on psn i think it would be better or, or more suited to allow that picture to be in the game rather than pulling it from an outside network True, true. Because when when playing Killzone, I don't want to shoot my grandmother in the face. <laughs> a morality check. Or see little, or see little Lucas running around with. Like, like a little like, wait, baby. I can't shoot you. You're my son, Brian. <laughs> That's right. I used your son's picture on my avatar, bitch. Oh man, and they could they could turn your Facebook friends into zombies. Oh, uh, that would be great. What about if you're playing in a game that just have like random people walking around, like you know uh, extras or whatever? You know, hey, there, there's my sister walking down the street. Hey, hey, I'm going. <laughs> like in PlayStation Home, Home may actually become interesting. Look at that. <laughs> that would be good, actually. Well, hopefully, it doesn't become part of the PlayStation uh, Plus service. Nah, it, it, it's not going to be a PlayStation Plus service. They 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 build that too much as being a a broad spectrum social setup. So for them to we know how much everyone hates monthly subscription fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of us just loathe those things. <laughs> Seeing like the people that are on live learn that everyone hates monthly subscription fees. Oh yes. This is fantastic news. Fantastically bad news. Yep. It, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, on live is not going to be around much longer. But, it, yeah, you know, when you, it's pretty much like a car dealership, you know, all of a sudden saying, you know, I, I can't even think of, you know, just dropping your, pretty much the, the main source of, my only guess is they're going to become Steam-like service, but Steam is not hosting the advanced, powerful servers to play your games for you that you connect to and they allow you to play just because you bought the game. Yeah, Steam is pretty much, you know, you buy the 
Yeah, yeah, Carl, I, I totally agree with you. I think they're not going to be around for much longer because, like you said, with Steam, you have a $60 game. You buy the game. You own the game. You play it on your hardware, on, on live. You go on there, buy a $60 game. You play it on live. How do they benefit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of it's like that South Park with the underpants known. There's a lot missing, and somewhere they they see profit in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was their whole business model. Cause the only way I can really see them profiting, other than than having a subscription, is maybe charging a premium for the games, like charging like five extra dollars or ten extra dollars for the games. But I mean, at this yeah. point, if they're not making any money off off of subscriptions. And we know this that this service costs a, a boatload of cash to to run. I just don't really see how they're going to stay afloat unless they have some other plan yeah, that we don't know about. Yeah, they just messed up. What they should have did, you know, they hurt themselves with a subscription fee in the beginning because they set it too high. When I yeah. first heard of this service, I was like, I knew it was going to be subscription, but I was hoping it was going to be a nice price. You know, if it was like eight bucks a month for the service. I think it'd have been, you know, possibly worth it. They would have got enough subscribers to, you know, sustain themselves, and it probably could have. And then they could have made the other services free, such as, you know, somebody wanting to watch somebody else play the game, sort sort of thing. They wouldn't made the entire service free. You just buy the game and then you play. Yeah, they're. I mean, their profit margins. I don't see them. Yeah, I mean, even at, even at that point, they could have had like where it was, uh, just say you pay. I know this is high, but say you pay like $30 a month. But, I mean, just like think of something like Gamefly where you pay, what, 15 bucks a month and you get a disc every week. What if they just had, it was like Netflix. You pay $30 a month, you play all the games you want to they have. They only got like 20 of them. Come on. That's how they could have did it. Then pay 15 a month and you can pick three games to play a month or something like that. Perfect example. Perfect example. And that, I mean, that's a good business yeah. model they should have adopted because they're not going to survive. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- this this means one of two things. It means, one, as Carl said, they're probably going to shut down soon because they're, they're drowning in debt. Or this means that they got money from someone else and that someone else said, why don't we make it free before we integrate it in these things? That that kind of makes sense. Oh, so you yeah, think they're gonna they're gonna create new levels of service? There's gonna be some yeah. a premium service that's gonna cost. Well, we'll just think about it this way. What if, say, Microsoft dropped an ass load of money and said, you know what, we like this. Let's uh, let's put this into a firmware upgrade of Xbox next year. Um, but we don't want anybody paying anything in addition to the you know the the Xbox Live fees. So make it free. We'll buy you, and here's an ass load of money. Or if somebody like Comcast throws it in their uh, set-top box, Google TV. I mean, it's it's basically exactly. it's basically no technology that is needed on the user end except a good internet connection. That 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 does it for news. Uh, we're gonna jump to one of my favorite topics: what we're watching, and what are we watching, guys? Smallville season ten. Unfortunately, as stated in the opening credits of the first episode of the season, the final season of Smallville. <laughs> do you, I was like, you don't know how relieved I was to hear that. I'm like, man, they owned up to it finally. 
Like, like they can't go back on it now. Yeah. It's on wax. You, you, you can't be like, eh, you know, we're changing our mind. Well, I mean, this whole season is going to be them really teasing the costume. And they said that, you know, the season that they put him in the costume is going to be it. Well, they're, they're not shying away from, hey, we're putting him in the costume. That thing showed up like eight times in the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm still a big fan of Smallville. So I'm enjoying it. I mean, what 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 was the whole deal of of uh, Lois showing up with the costume? I thought that was kind of lame. <laughs> well, no, she didn't show up with it. She was sitting there in the loft waiting for him, and she opened the package because you know she can't not snoop in other people's shit. So, well, well, they didn't they didn't really make it clear if it was already there or she. I, for, no, they did because for me it looked like she brought back it last there. season. Okay, I must have missed something. Gave that to him, and he just left it in the box in the ah. Okay, yeah, I I mean the 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 red the red and blue costume is the one that Mrs. Kent had made for him, which incidentally really is the exact same suit from the last Superman movie. Okay, I I missed that then. Okay, that that makes sense. But yeah, man, I, I don't know they. And then they got this this whole uh, uh, Green Arrow thing going on with Chloe and ugh. It, yeah, that doesn't bother me that much. It's the same old Smallville. I mean, suffice to say. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I've, I've been a big comic Superman fan, and I've grown up seeing Superman and what is it? Four different live action venues now because it was Christopher Reeves first up and then there was uh so there was three different TV series there was the Lois and Clark two different ones that were an hour yeah there was Lois and Clark then there was another one that was a half hour series and then uh there was another one you got the old black and white one <laughs> yeah well yeah five good night black and white <laughs> but no wow. I mean I, I like it because it it's it's not an automatic jump from him leaving Smallville to, okay, I'm in the Cape. You know, it's always been very much what leads him to fully realizing him being what we all know he really is. And then the whole Jarrell thing and the, the, uh, I, I hate the whole Jarrell thing. I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's stupid. It makes no Why sense. Why don't you do, 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 do what you do best and prove him wrong. Oh yeah, you know that's the whole that's the whole driving force of like the eight, the last six seasons. <laughs> I'm gonna say something yeah. about you, Clark, but you gotta prove me wrong. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> well, you know, if you're that bitchy about it, why do you keep watching? Because now we can see an end. There's an end in yeah, sight. We, we we asked him that two years ago. Like a train wreck. He said he was going to stop watching and he still keeps watching it. Well, they just started like showing Caprica, so I'm off. Right. <laughs> uh, well, like is it just me? Like, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Is it, is it just me or is uh, Oliver Queen always getting his ass kicked? He is. Yeah, he's getting his ass beat a lot here lately. They might like as well name him like Robin. Every other episode. <laughs> I mean, he, he this this all that happens to him is he gets get his butt butt kicked, and uh, I don't know. 
I liked his character at first, but now he's just like, whatever. <laughs> but but the good thing we got to see we got to see Lex again, or at least uh some type of Lex. Yeah, the yeah. the clone. Which I thought was kind of clever since they probably can't get what is it, Michael Rosenbaum, whatever his name is. Well, he, no, he talked about hit him. be adverse to to coming back for special appearances. He just was ready to move on as far Said as... Said it like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think they're trying to get him for like the last two episodes and they didn't want to waste an appearance on like the first episode. Makes sense. Well, so like they, they wanted a, a much... An, an older looking, messed up looking Lex for that. So, so I'm assuming... Well, they succeeded. So on the last episode of this show, are they going to wipe Lex and Clark's uh, mind of you know growing up together type of thing? No. No. It'll just be another multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, ain't no going back. <laughs> so they like Naruto and Sasuke. Basically. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to jump to what we're playing. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Because I just want to knock this out real quick. Guitar Hero War- Warriors of Rock. Uh, you can you can read my review on the website. Uh, but the biggest thing that I want to talk about when it comes to that game is... The game is okay. If you like Guitar Hero, you will like this game. But the biggest, the biggest improvement is the guitar. The guitar is fantastic. Uh, of course, it looks cool and everything. It's got a little neat interchangeable, you know, not face plates, but wings, bullshit. I guess is what they're calling it. Yeah, bullshit, but <laughs> it feels fantastic. Uh, typically, when I play a Guitar Hero game, I play a few songs with the Guitar Hero guitar and say, screw this crap, and move back to the to the Rock Band setup. With this one, I have yet to pick up the Rock Band guitar. So, uh, let me ask you this. Does that mean that the they finally thinned the neck to where you could wrap your hand around comfortably, or is it still overly thick? Um, it's 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 thicker than the Rock Band one. Like you couldn't play it with your thumb like you do because that's weird. But <laughs> <laughs> you're the it's... only person I've ever seen who plays guitar <laughs> Rock Band with a thumb pressing the green button. That's pretty damn good. That's weird. Uh, but. Yeah, you can't do that with it, but th- that part of the, the, the Guitar Hero guitar never bothered me. The buttons have always been extremely responsive and pretty easy to hit. The problem has always been the strum bar. The strum bar was always noisy, and in, in more recent guitars, it's been very just very hard to press. You know, you have to press it for a moment, and then it clicks, and then that's when it registers the, the, the strum. In this one, it it's almost... As loose as the guitar, uh, or as the rock band guitars strum, still kind of noisy, which is really the only downside. Uh, but it feels fantastic. So it, if you still are interested in a Guitar Hero game, which I know there's not many of you guys out there <laughs> anymore, uh, I strongly suggest getting this game just for the guitar, if anything. And uh, so. if you do have the cash to 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 export all of your tracks from the older games, playing them in Warriors of Rock is simply just fun let's talk a little on live and wrap this thing up all right that sounds good so um yeah on live went free 
to play and you can uh play the demos for free for like 30 minutes i believe so you know i booted up got everything going and i played some borderlands uh my initial impressions of on live was that it's the equivalent of watching streaming video on 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 like uh netflix or something if the connection gets bad everything gets grainy but that being said, if your connection is superb, it looks pretty darn good. I was I was pleasantly surprised uh, for 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 it to be a streaming service and there's nothing actually running on your system. I was I was pretty impressed with it. Uh, another bad point about it is is that input. Uh, of, of course, Border, Borderland, the first per- person shooter style game. I did. There was noticeable uh, lag uh, as far as uh, my button presses or my movement uh, corresponding with the game. I mean, especially with a game like this, as that's a shooter, I did notice where I could, I should have been hitting stuff, and I was just like a split second off because of the the time for the input to go across the net and get registered and get sent back to me. So. Now, now, question: Are you on uh, a cable or are you on satellite? You talking about internet service? Yeah, internet service. I'm on Comcast. I should have no lag at all. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have any lag. <laughs> so I guess to to enjoy on live, you got to switch back to the old Space Invaders uh, logic. Don't shoot where he's at. Shoot where he's going to be. <laughs> and I did that. I mean, but but not only that. I think for anything that's not a first-person shooter, I would recommend this for anybody. If if you're playing like a turn-based game or maybe maybe even a real-time strategy game, it should be fine. If I think about, if I think about that, there was RTS games. RTS games don't even require that much power. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, if if you don't have any type of system that can run the latest and greatest games, uh, if you're on a netbook, if you're, I think it's Mac compatible. If you're on a Mac, it's it's an option, which is really all that matters at this point. Yeah, I think it's coming to Linux too. And I guess it's another funny thing. It's Steam probably stole a lot of on live thunder by you know, getting Steam out for Mac. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it just depends because, like you were talking about, if your connection kind of goes wonky, your game's going to go wonky. You know, so that, that sucks. Which is not going to make the game run slower. It's just going to be the equivalent of watching YouTube over a cell phone connection versus watching YouTube over YouTube over a 20 megabit Comcast connection. You know, it, it's just it's going it's going to start to the grade, and everything's going to get grainy and a, and a little less visually appealing. But I think they said you needed like a, a steady what, five megabit per second to get to 720p, and then uh, what was it 0.5 I think for 480p. And it, it actually has like a connection uh, monitor in the uh, corner of your screen that tells you when your connection is getting bad. So. I mean, the good thing about that is, like I said, it doesn't actually, since it's all remote anyway, it doesn't actually slow your gameplay. Your input may get a little more laggy, but as far as 
the visual style, it just degrades it to the equivalent of uh, a bad streaming connection. So, I mean, very, very quick. I don't know if I could fully recommend it, but the service is good. It's just like, like James just said, and like I said earlier, heavily dependent on you having a, a, a very, very, very good internet connection that's consistent. Again, that's it. I think that brings an end to the Tech Edition podcast. Uh, Sergio had to bail out on us. Um, so, plugs, visit the site. TechEdition.com. Send fans. Send us fans. We want questions. Yeah, that will be fans at TechEdition.com. Give us questions. And follow us on Twitter. Yeah, that's at TechEdition on Twitter. Go South. Very, very quick. Go south. Very, very quick.